Blog Talk Radio. problems that may break or tear holes apart. On Reconnect My Heart, we'll discuss God's answers to life's problems to take our hearts back to the way he originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Peter. I'm so glad you are able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call us at 516-453-9118. That's 516-453-9118. 
Then, and just in case those who may be on the chat room, for those who want to be on the chat room also, you can catch the chat room on our website, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart. It is available right now. I thank each and every one who are tuning in. I thank each and every one of y'all for y'all prayers and support. Um, last week, I didn't get a chance to get on the air. I was in, I was in a beautiful, beautiful wedding. I uh, want to say congratulations to uh, great friends of mine, Mr. Cheney. Mr. Cheney, Mr. and Mrs. Cheney. Great, great, great great wedding. I was honored to be there, be a part of it, and I really enjoyed it. Great family. Speaking of family, today is Mother's Day. Today is Mother's Day for those who are listening, those who are mothers. I want to say Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all mothers. That's everyone who are there I already acknowledged my mom earlier this morning. Happy Mother's Day to her. Happy Mother's Day even to my son's mother. Happy Mother's Day to you. Um, I wanted to make sure that today we set aside the time on this podcast. What what I wanted to do, I wanted to kind of just freestyle, just let it flow. Today, Mother's Day, a lot of times, um, when it comes down to certain holidays, we a lot of times omit something like Mother's Day, Father's Day, but I wanted to make sure on this show that we got a chance to uh, celebrate mothers, and also for those who uh, want to, they're welcome to even get on the air, call me, that way you can come online and you can give a shout out to your own mom. mother or if there's a mother that you know, feel free to give them a shout out. They don't have to be your mother. Uh, I know during this holiday season, I would often uh, speak about my mother, but also uh, my sister. My sister um, was a mother, unfortunately. Uh, This is the first Mother's Day that my nephew and niece are without their mom. So I want to send a special prayer to them and also to those who may not have their mothers physically with them. Uh, I want to address a couple of things even throughout the show or today. I want to just be able to acknowledge uh, all mothers. Now, the key thing pertaining to this particular show, this being Mother's Day, we want to speak about the women the young ladies. This is not to uh, minimize the role of a single father who may be raising children by himself. We're not omitting that. Uh, I want to utilize that time for Father's Day. So for today being Mother's Day, I want to acknowledge the women. And when it comes to the males, I promise you, I would definitely, definitely speak about that subject in detail on Father's Day. So this is going to be the day for the ladies. And ladies, on Father's Day, it's going to be 
about the men. So I just wanted to give a heads up about them so that way I don't have any guys saying, well, I hadn't been acknowledged because I'm I'm uh, doing dual roles and also vice versa, just to let the young ladies know that when it comes down to Father's Day, um, I don't want anyone to feel that we're omitting or minimizing their role as a single mother. This program is for you. I wanted to make sure I acknowledge that because one time I spoke at a church on Father's Day and I spoke on the males. After the service, there was a single mother that was there that wanted to jump on me. And I'm not talking about just verbally. I'm talking about physically. She wanted to fight me. Uh, that was a very, very crazy experience. Um, matter of fact, the young man that was on my podcast some weeks ago um, saved me. Uh, Brother Landolf watched it. So I wanted to uh, utilize this time for us to talk about women. Um, thank God for the mothers. First of all, I found out that mothers, it, it sounds simple. It sounds like something that's apparent, but we take for granted sometimes uh, mothers. We always think mothers going to be there. I found that mothers come to the rescue a whole lot, pertaining to the children, pertaining to the family, pertaining to the husband, the boyfriend. Um, but those that don't know, I work in law enforcement. I work at the jailhouse. When it comes down to visitation time, nine times out of ten, there are more mothers that's there to see their children than the fathers. Just being honest, I've seen the mothers where the visitation time starts at 7 o'clock, but the process starts at 6.30. I've seen mothers get off of work, riding on the bus to get to the jailhouse at 2 o'clock to wait from 2 to 6.30 just to see their child for 20 minutes. I've seen it. I've seen mothers who may have been on a wheelchair, on a walker, coming to see their child, putting the money on their child books, waiting for hours, waiting in line to put money on their child books. And a lot of times they don't listen to mama when they are out of the jail. But the first time they get in trouble, when the kids get in trouble, they call mama. And a lot of time, as as badly as mom may be physically hurting, emotionally hurting, even when mother has been disrespected by the children, mother always show up. Mom comes to the rescue. A lot of time, I've seen mothers has they have been disrespected. I've seen them being treated all kind of ways. But when it boils down to it, they always try to come to the rescue for their child, for the family. And not just the children, but like I said earlier about the husbands. I've seen mothers get off work to go send their husband some lunch. I've seen so many uh, incidents where the mother is working just like the father, just like the husband. Then because of who they married, a lot of times the the man demands for the wife to take care of the children, the home, 
after she has gotten off work, after she has worked a full-time job, as he's worked a full-time job, but instead of him pitching in, I've seen him chill out. I've seen him throw the responsibility of the home, of the wife or the mother raising the children. I've seen him trying to tell him that he needs to, she needs to help the kids with the homework, cook dinner, all these things while she's maintaining a full-time job. From what I've seen on my personal, personally, I've seen being a stay-at-home mom is a full-time job as it is, much less if the mother has to work. Because pretty much a lot of times right now, the home takes two incomes. So, but mom, a lot of times, just take it, try as much as she can to instill, to teach the children values in spite of how she's physically feeling, how she's mentally feeling, how she's emotionally feeling. And mom sacrifices her life. And I'm not just talking about physical life, but she sacrificed her time. She sacrificed her her life, her enjoyment for life, sacrificed to make sure that the children have a life. The children, if they have, if they're active in school, if they're athletes, if they go on to some, even parents going to PTA meetings, there's so many moms, unfortunately, they they put out a lot, but they don't receive a lot back. And so even though Mother's Day we set aside as a nation, Mother's Day one day of the year, but Mother's Day should be every day. Um, this is the time that we collectively acknowledge but each one of us should individually acknowledge mothers. And like I said, not just pertaining to your biological mother or even your stepmother, but also for the men, your children's mother. I want to first say, before I go into that, I want to first say, us as men, we do owe women an apology. We owe women an apology. Not all men. There are some great men that are out there that are good, upstanding men. I'm not talking about them, but I'm talking about those who may have left their family with the mother having the burden of raising, not just physically raising, but even financially raising the children, the family. There's a lot of men that have delegated their responsibilities. They have neglected their responsibilities. They have abandoned their responsibilities. A lot of there's been some men, I'm not gonna say all men, but some men they only raise their children or have access to their children when they want something from the baby's mother. Being honest. I've seen we all just about have heard there are men that the only time they'll call their children's mother is when they want to have some sex. When they can try to get in to the mother through the child. They are using the child as a bait, as a hook. And that's that's unmanly. We as men, we have to start treating 
the women with respect, the ladies with respect. We as men have to do better. We have to do better. As men, we owe ladies an apology for how we have mistreated them, how we have mis I don't want to say misinterpreted, how we have misrepresented misrepresented, thank you. We have misrepresented God and us being as head, as men being head, as men being protectors, as men being a covering for our family. We have left the women, we have left the family abandoned and the mothers, the women had to take care of the family by themselves. Not only have we as men or some men have abandoned the family, but sometimes because of our lifestyle, because of the lifestyle we choose, sometimes the mother or the women have to raise the children while we are incarcerated. You know, one of the things I tell people, we as men, we are supposed to be the leaders of the family. And I don't mean dictator, no. Leaders, the protectors. Even if you want to say we are supposed to be the priest of the home. But us as men, if we're supposed to be the priest of the home and we're absent from the home, then we are leaving the congregation without a leader, without a pastor. We're leading, we're leaving the congregation without a covering. But thank God that God has given women the strength, the courage to still fight, even while men are absent from the home. You know, the beautiful thing that I found out about women, women, women of God, they know how to get a prayer through. Real women of God, I don't care what goes on in their life. When a woman begins to really pray about things, God hears and God moves. God hears. It's like God just the scene for him to show himself strong on behalf of that grandmother. Sometimes Sometimes the children don't know what danger that has been prevented because of the prayers of a praying mother. But also, I don't want to just speak about the mothers. I also want to bring up this. There's another set of mothers that I have to acknowledge. There are some women that are mothers who have may have abandoned their responsibilities, and so grandmothers. Grandmother steps in. There's a lot of people that I know that are grandmothers that are raising their grandchildren because of the absence of a mother, because of the absence of a parent. But grandmother, grandmother takes the initiative no matter what things go, no matter how things go. Grandmother takes the initiative to take care of their grandchild. And I've I've met so many people that have came to Christ because of grandmother's prayers. You know, the song that says, somebody prayed for me, had me on their mind. And grandmother prays for us. Mother, like I said, it could be mothers, grandmothers. 
those prayers don't go don't go absent. Those prayers don't go avoided. But thank God that someone, someone praying for us. And if it wasn't for the women, if it wasn't for the mothers, churches I have a prayer life. A lot of times the churches are built because of mothers. The churches progress because of mothers. The churches flourish. The churches grow because of mothers, because of the praying mothers. You know, when we look at prayer, when we look at uh, prayer meetings or uh, prayer services, a lot of them are populated with praying women. So it, it let us know how important those mothers are. You know, one of the things I always say, I feel like if a person want to disrespect a woman, what that person should be sentenced to do is go to the hospital room to see a woman give birth to their child. It could be their child or any child. But for us as men to see that women are at the point of death when they're giving birth to our child. Women are at the point of death when they're producing something that we have given them. We have given them their, our seed. We have given them our seed. But think that we can disrespect them? They're giving birth to our child. But still, we don't honor them the way that God wants us to honor them. One of the things I always say, women are not walking mats. Women should not be disrespected. Now, I will say this. We as men, we shouldn't disrespect women. Now, even if a woman may be disrespectful to herself, or let's just say that she's disrespecting us, don't know, we should not retaliate. God's going to hold us responsible, not for their actions, but our reactions. So I said all that because a lot of times you don't know what they may have gone through. You don't know what may be going on in her life. You you don't know what may have gone on in their life. I have never met so many young ladies. I mean, these are people that we may know now. These are people that are even related to us. But you never know a lot of women have many stories that they have disclosed to even their family. There have been so many young ladies that I have met that are mothers now, but when they were growing up, they were violated. When they were when they were growing up, they were fumped. They were disrespected. There's a lot of women that have gone through that, and a lot of times. Of course, it deals with their self-esteem, their complex. There have been some that may feel like, well, that's all it's not good for. And so we as men, when we see a young lady, when we see them walking down the street selling their body, or let's just say that there is somebody that's in that building stripping, taking off her clothes, that's somebody's daughter. That's somebody's mother. A lot of times, I've heard many young ladies say if they want some quick, fast money, they may be in dire straight. Some of them feel like the only alternative is to be able to sell their bodies, dance, work at a strip club. 
And unfortunately, that's the way that our society feels that that's the best way to make that quick dollar. But not realizing that you're depreciating yourself. You're depreciating your value. You, we, say let, we as men, we need to let young ladies know how valuable, how precious they are. But most importantly, we need to let them know what their value, who they are in the eyesight of God. Not who we think or what we think about them, but what God says about them. So, young ladies, you're more valuable than just being a piece of meat. We want to know your mind instead of your behind. If more men would tell young ladies, I don't want to lay with you. If we as men respect ladies, then that will help them to respect themselves. I've I've heard so many women, and matter of fact, I've had some share with me that they feel like the only way for them to be able to talk to a man and hold on to a man is for them to give their body to them or even give that man a child. No. You're valuable. I really wanted to make sure that just this is just me speaking from the heart. And I, like I was I was gonna speak about back next week. I didn't get a chance to speak about it last week, but next week I am gonna speak about um single mothers who are saved. Single mothers who are saved and looking for love. So I wanted to disclose that to you all. But women a lot of times we as men we make them feel that a give their body, if they advertise their body, if they show a little cleavage, that would get a man attention. If if a man receives some sex, if a man if a man say, you know what, I want you to prove yourself. I want you to prove your love to me by giving me your body. Unfortunately, we as society have made that the norm. That's not the norm. That is the other word for that's abnormal. That's a good word I'm saying. That's abnormal. We as men looking at it could be the fathers, it could be the brothers. But we as men, we have to tell young ladies how valuable they are. And so moments like these being Day is a good example for us to honor the mothers, but also just against those who may not be mothers, those who may not have children for various reasons. We can say Happy Ladies Day to them. Today, being Mother's Day, there's a lot of people who dread this holiday because this holiday is it's a sad reminder. Matter of fact, today is the first Mother's Day. Excuse me, the first Mother's Day that my niece and nephew don't have their mother. But also, this is the first Mother's Day that my mother does not have one of her children's daughter. And I've read on Facebook and other social media outlets that this is the time that people get depressed because the absence of their mother not only the absence of their mother I mentioned earlier but even the absence of their child 
that child may have grown up, like my sister did, grown up and was taken away from us. But then also there are mothers that I know they have given birth or may have been pregnant, but they may have lost a child. There are mothers who are out there who constantly think about their child that they had aborted. Mothers that are out there that are thinking about the child that they had abandoned or they may have left. They may have sent up to adoption or for adoption. This is the time that many people may be going through many things, many emotional roller coasters. And so this is the time that we want to acknowledge. We want to acknowledge the mothers who are here with us physically, but also we want to acknowledge those who are here with us spiritually, emotionally. Those who are physically here and then those who are physically absent from us. And so as we get ready to really just thank God and pay tribute to the mothers. And also, I want to bring up this. A lot of times when we get to church, when we go to church and we hear the, the message of a mother, a lot of times we acknowledge the married mothers, those who may have been married for many years, many children. But along the way, those mothers who may be single, a lot of times we may not acknowledge them the way that they should be acknowledged. One of the stories I often think about with Abraham, Abraham got Hagar pregnant. And Hagar was pregnant. And unfortunately, Hagar got pregnant. Eventually, Sarah was pregnant. And Sarah ridiculed Hagar. And eventually, Hagar was abandoned. She was a single mother. She was abandoned. She was kicked out. And God told her to name her child. And the child's name means he hears. And so I want to talk to the single mothers who are out there who may be struggling who be raising their children by themselves. The child father may have abandoned them. The child father may be incarcerated. But also, the child father may have been deceased or may deceased. So there are various reasons. So I want to bring that up because a lot of times think that when a mother is raising the children, by we think negative pertaining to that man. But what if? that man is no longer with us. What if that father doesn't know that he's the father? Things happen. So we want to pray for those single mothers. We want to pray for those mothers who had to give up their life to help raise children for their life. You know, mothers make so many sacrifices. And matter of fact, the things that really catches my attention is after the mother has instilled her life, her blood, her sweat, her tears, raising the children, 
And now the children have grown up, graduated, and they move out the house. Now mother is dealing with that emptiness syndrome because now what all she knew was to be a mom. Now that child is out the house. Now she has to do something she hasn't done in a long time. She has to think about herself. She has to learn who she is at this stage of her life. She has to learn. She has to sometimes get reacquainted with herself. And so now, you know, it's, it's, it's funny how we think about all that mother do, all that a mother do. But also, I want to bring this up before I forget. I have, some, I have stuff written down, but I want to just speak from the heart. A mother, what she, what her responsibility is, or one of her responsibilities, the mother teaches the daughter what a lady looks like, what the image of a lady is. But also, in her as the mother, showing the daughter what a mother is, what a lady is. It is the mother's responsibility to show her son what type of wife, what type of girl that she needs in her life and pertains to dating or marrying. In other words, the mother showing the son what type of wife that she needs in her life. You know, if we really be real, a lot of times those who may be dating this male or female, those who may be dating, if we let our parent meet that particular one, a lot of times they can read through, they can see, and really kind of bring out some things that we may have a look. Sometimes we can be so close to something that we miss it. But sometimes you see that mother. You see that mother, I'll say like, for example, a son, when that mother sees that son's girlfriend, she can size her up, she can see, she can listen. Because the mother going to pick up on some things. And it's like mothers, oh my gosh, mothers have that discernment, mothers have that, that listening ear. You can be in a next house, locked up in the bathroom, and whisper and it's saying a mother can hear you. But on the other hand, you're right in front of your mama, and you say, mom, 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 and she can tune you out. <laughs> you know, but God has given a gift to mothers. And this is especially, like I was saying, prayer mothers, prayer mothers they can be in the bed knocked out. And when something is going on with a child, it's like they will call you. Sometimes out the blue, sometimes in the middle of the night to tell you, hey, what are you doing? Where are you at? And like I said, it's like I can tell them right where you're at. What are you doing? They can tell you things. You can't hide anything from a praying mother. You can't hide, tell like this, you can't hide nothing from a praying mother. God reveal that praying mother their relationship with God is so keen that if you think about doing something, you get the call from mama. 
So I thank God for mothers. I thank God for the sacrifices. I thank God for the prayers that mothers have given to the children, to their families. And I thank God for the mothers holding down for if father was away or even just his father in the home. Thank God for the mothers that are in the church, praying, interceding, those that are mentoring the young women, those that are loving, those that are helping young ladies, those that are teaching the young ladies what the lady of God looks like. So I thank God for them. Like we have somebody online right now. We're going to give them an opportunity at this time. Hello. Welcome to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. You're here. How you doing today? Welcome to Rick and My Heart. Okay. Okay. But I definitely thank God. I thank God for the mothers. And like I said, I want to make sure that for those who for those who may not have their mother. You to think about the legacy. Let's take the time to honor and thank God for allowing us to be able to have the mothers in our lives. For those who mothers who are who are still alive, uh, let's do something to please them. Let's do something to let's least at least light load. Let's make it easier for them. You know, let's not. Let's not frustrate um, the mothers. You know, I'm not omitting the fathers. Like I said, we speak about the fathers on Father's Day. But I know one of the things I had to learn as a as a young man um, when I would I was always a night owl. Never really never was a partier, but a night owl. Sometimes I would wake up in the middle of the night to go to Walmart or um, just do something like. And a lot of times we think we're going to be okay. I mean, we may be responsible, but we're not realizing that whenever we're not at home, our parent, our mother, concern is very concerned, you know. And so one of the things we as people, as people of God, but most importantly as children, I don't Matter of fact, this year I'll be 47. And even though I'm 47, I'm a grown man, you know, my mom, my dad, you know, still my responsibility to let them know, hey, I made it home, whatever, still my responsibility. So um, there may be parents, excuse me, there may be uh, children who may not do that, may be grown, they may not have been taught that. It's a good thing for us to do. Let people know. Um, I'm okay. I'm okay. Doing. I always call it doing a welfare check. Doing a welfare check. Let them know, hey, I'm okay. Or who knows? They leave out of your presence. Hey, call me when you get home. You know. So it goes both ways. That we need to do that to the parents, but also let the parents. Know, hey, look here. Uh, let me know when you make it home. You know, everything is all right. 
So that's something that we have to do. But like I said, uh, I thank God for Mother's Day and for those who are watching. I hope and pray that you have a great Mother's Day. Now, I will say this. I want to do this. Um, this is on me. When I, I kind of pushed it off, but I'm going to go ahead and reconsider. I want to do this. I want to bless a mother. What I'm going to do for those who are watching, those who are listening, this is for I'm going to do this for the next five minutes. What I'm going to do for those who you can put in me, you you can put a, a sign me up. You can say sign me up or whatever. What I'll do, I'll write down names that uh, want me to put them in a drawing. I'll do a drawing and depend upon the location of the I'll do a drawing and the winner I want to bless a mother with a professional touch. Not me do it, but just in case someone in a, a local uh Dallas area, a Dallas Fourth area, um, I have a great, great masseuse that I use. I I love her dearly. Uh Miss Brooks, Miss Terry Brooks. I want to make sure that I'm going to tag her also, Miss Terry Brooks. Um, she's in anointing, some anointed hands. And so what I would do uh, for the winner, I'm going to bless them with a one-hour massage from Miss Terry Brooks. And just in case the winner is outside of the area, I will find someone that um, where you can get one, and it'll be on me. Uh, I wanna, I wanna bless, I wanna bless someone, and um, what I'll do, I'll make sure to make some accommodations. So for those who may be listening, those who may be watching, um, matter of fact, I'll do this just in case it's easier. For those who may be listening, if you can text me, if you can text me or you can post on this video on Facebook, text me, excuse me, text me at 214-908-3056. 908-3056. Like I said, I'm going to be doing it for the next five minutes. I'm going to leave it open for the next five minutes. That's why it's always important to listen to the end. But if you're able to text me or those who are on Facebook, I want you to tell me uh, I want to be in the drawing. Post something that way I know that you do want me to put you in the drawing, and then I'll make sure that I put you in the drawing. I'll write down your name, and uh, now take it like that. But what I'm going to do, 
I'm going to give one more person uh, that's online the opportunity to be on the air. And then we're going to get ready to wrap up the program. And towards the end, I'll do the drawing for those who want to participate. Hello. My heart podcast. You on the air? How you doing today? Hello, hello. Okay, okay. Nobody said anything. Okay. Okay. So, thank God that um, this is the day that. God has allowed us to collectively celebrate mothers. Thank God that God has blessed us to be here one more time for us to be able to really enjoy this occasion. And, you know, it's funny. We always say the church is always packed on three holidays, Easter and Mother's Day. But like I said, we thank God for the mother. Um, I appreciate even like I said, even my own mother appreciate what she has done. I thank God for even God strengthening her. And those who, for those who are mothers who are listening, thank God for you. You know, um, mothers are the first teachers, mothers are the teachers that help us. And I want to say this: even with mothers, even mothers receiving. Even if there was an absentee father, mothers receive from a man. You may not have had the children's father in your life or in their life, but mother may have brought in her brother, an uncle, a grandfather. So thank God, even though even though that male was absent, but thank God that God on mother's heart and showed her a man that might be able to fit in to really help raise or rear that child. You know, we always say that it takes a village to raise a child. But if it wasn't for God helping, if it wasn't for God helping and giving strength to the mothers, then out of us, we would not be where we are today. So we thank thank God for the mothers. We thank God for God helping us and strengthening. You know, my prayer is for us to be able to be the men and ladies that God called for us to be, but also continue to uplift the mothers. And so what we do, we want to come together and we're going to be praying we're going to be interceding for the mothers, the single mothers, the married mothers, the mothers who are no longer with us, the children who may have to grieve during this time because of the absence, physical absence of a mother, or the mother who may be grieving because of the loss of a child. We're going to be praying for them. We're going to be praying for the grandmother who has to be there if gap, fill in the void because of the absence of the parent, the mother and the father. So the grandparent has to raise the children. The grandparent may have to pray, have to pray because 
I don't know where their children are. They don't know where the mother of the child. But also, we're going to be praying for the mother who may have to stay on bended knee because of a rebellious child, a child who may be on drugs, who may be lost, who may have been missing. We're going to be praying. You you never know what that mother's been dealing with. And what I found a lot of times is for us to say, well, you know, mother should have did this, mother should have did that. You know, but maybe she did the best she could with the little that she had. And one of the things I found out for those for those that are, I don't know, my mom is from Mississippi. And I will say, <clears throat> excuse me, I will say mom is an anointed cook. And so my mom is the MacGyver of cooking. She will have little and make much. And so I thank God. I thank God that even in the midst of, I've seen my mom many times, many hours growing up. I've seen her. I've seen her weep. I've seen her work. I've seen her, you know, she have, mama has to do what she has to do. But I remember my grandmother, she always walked around the house and she sung or she hmm, hymned, uh, hummed, uh, the Lord will make a way somehow, you know. You know, it takes faith. It takes faith to be a mother, an effective mother. Um, you know, mothers, mothers, when they've given their all, when they've given their situation over to the Lord, you know, that knows how to get a prayer through and and even when it's like you don't know what you're going to do it's something about when you tell mom to pray for you it, it gives you comfort you know I think about even when you used to when we used to get hurt when we fell you know it's about we were hurt we run the mom and then because of the, the nursing that God had blessed women mothers have it seemed like when mama kissed your sore, it was better, you know. It was like whatever was going wrong with you when you talked to mama, you felt better. But also, I do remember this is something uh, my mom probably don't want me to say on the air, but <laughs> she ain't on the air now, so I am. But I remember <laughs> we would get ready to go, um, we would get ready to go, we get in the car as we get ready to pull out the driveway. My Look in the rearview mirror and saw <clears throat> myself and my sister may have had a dirty face and told my mom, I'm going to make sure I get this. I want to make sure I get this on camera. So just in case some of y'all mom have done this, I know what the reaction is going to be. But my mom would do this when she saw our face and our face might have been dirty or we might have had, you know, stuff in our eyes. She do this and dig it out. <laughs> Like I said, my mom from Mississippi, so we were like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, that was that was my mother. You know, um, we would go to the doctor when we were sick, 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 very sick. But when we had a cold or something, Mama either went to the cabinet and got some castor oil, or she made some home remedy, and whatever was wrong with you, when you woke up the next day or the day afterwards, you felt. You know, so 
I just thank God that, like I said, my own mom, thank God for my mom uh, being here and helping us and helping in raising. Uh, my mom raised four boys and one girl. And so I thank God, thank God for her. And for those who may be listening, I thank God for you. you may have felt like your prayers were in vain, but there were, you know, uh, you may not see the results or the fruits of your labor right now, but I want you to hold on. I want to encourage you, mothers, hold on. I want to encourage you, do not let down your God nor your standard. You still, you still continue to pray and don't give up. But also, I want to encourage you, you know, when it boils down to it, if you see someone, uh, if you, your children, just in case they may try to be whatever, hey, look here. You deal with them. You know, a lot of times people think because we're in this society, they feel that we can't whoop our children. I said whoop. I didn't say discipline. Whoop. You know, whooping your child is not against the law. I can tell you that right now. Whooping your child. I'm not talking about just 2019 or what? No, no. I'm um, 2019. 1973, 1983, 1993. No, we talking about right now, 2019. Nothing wrong with you thanking your child. You know, nothing wrong with correcting your child. But the thing is, making sure that, you know, of course, your system don't go overboard and don't go when you're emotional. Also, I want to encourage uh, the mothers. I thank, thank God for the real mothers. And for those who may those who may have abandoned their child, those who may not be the mothers that they should be. I want to encourage you, please, please get some help. Please talk, get some get some counsel. I want you to know your your children need you. I want you to know that you have to look beyond you. Look at the best interest of the child. You know, a lot of times some mothers they may feel because of the past they may have some regret or whatever. Um, but I want you to know that your children need you. You may not feel that you're qualified, but if you just start getting involved in the children's life, because like I said, it used to be where the father ran away, but now we got mothers that are running away. So we want to let we want to let the women know who may have who may not have lived up to being a quote unquote ideal mother or a great mother. I want you to know how about you first repent to God and repent to those you may have um, hurt, those you may have uh, did something wrong with. Repent, get the help that you need. You know, don't ever feel like, well, you know, what what you did was so bad that they would never forget you, never for, never forgive you. No, you get some help. Prove something, not only prove something to the children, but prove something to yourself. If you need to prove something to your parents, your grandparents, that's fine and dandy, but prove something to yourself. You know, don't ever feel that, well, your kids will be all right without you. No. These are your children. They need to know about you. They need to know who you are. Not so much of who you were, but who you are today. So everybody have a past, but don't allow your past to cloud your future. Don't allow your past to cloud your future, 
nor your children's future. Remember this. You're still mom. You're still their mother. And don't be too proud to admit that you may need help. You may need assistance. If you feel that you're too proud, you're too embarrassed, I'm going to tell you this. If you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for your child. So I want to thank God for those who may be listening. Let me see. So far, I haven't had anybody to. Okay. Well, I haven't had anybody to tell me. Clue me in the drawing. Okay. Well, I keep it for another time. But thank God for those who may be listening. Thank God for those who um, who are there. Like I said, there are some people that are just not coming on there. Uh, what I did do, I'm going to get ready to go into prayer. But for those who may have just tuned in, I had a drawing. Uh, I have a drawing. And for those who want to be in the drawing, the winner, I will make sure that they have a one-hour massage. Um, it'll be on me. Uh, for those who want to be in the drawing for a massage, if you're on Facebook, you can type, uh, I want to be in the drawing. You can say something like that so they can write down your name and put you in. Or for those who are listening, if you want to text me on my number, 214-908-3056. So you can text me or you can Catch me on Facebook, uh, Brother Prater. I'm on Facebook Live right now, and you can say, I want to be in the drawing, or something like that pertaining to drawing, so they can write down your name, and I can have a drawing right now. So for those who may be listening, I want to thank each and one of you all, and I want you to know that uh, there's nothing too hard for God, and for those who need prayer for those who may have felt, you know what, uh, I felt like giving up. I feel like giving up as being a mother, as being a parent. I want to encourage you. That's the worst thing you can do is give up. If you give up, where are you going to go? If you give up, what are you going to do? And never feel that what you are doing doesn't matter. What you're doing does not count. A lot of times we may not acknowledge things immediately, but I want you to know that when a time comes, children will let you know how much of an asset that you were to them and that you are to them. So for those who may be watching, those who may be listening, I want to encourage you, cast all your cares upon God because he cares for you. And just in case those who may be listening, who may don't know where their children are, who may not know, they don't know where their family, where their, where their mother is. I want you to continue to pray and keep them up before God. Continue to pray for them. Lift them up before God. There's anybody that may have other issues, may have other prayer requests. We're going to hold them up right now before God. Just in case those who may be listening who may not be saved and wondering what can they do to be saved. You know, you don't have to go chop down 19 trees and then wait to see that you see gold coming out of one of them all. Know what you need to do. Romans 10 and 9 tells us if thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ as thy Savior and believe in the heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. 
For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For for those who may be needing prayer, regardless of your mother or father, single or whatever, we're gonna come collectively as a family and give everything to God right now. Dear Heavenly Father, we're coming to you right now. Thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We're coming to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on tonight. God, we thank you, Lord, for mothers on today, God. God, we're speaking, God, that you help those mothers, God, who may have toiled, God, who may have sacrificed so much, God. Let them know, God, that their work was not in vain. God, help us, God, as children, God, to be able to honor our parent, God, honor our mother, God, in speaking long life, God, and not taking life from them, God. Help us, God, to be responsible, God. Help us, God, to even instill, God, into our mothers, God. Help us, God, to be able to pray for them as they pray for us, God. Help us, God, to be able to continuously invest, God, into our mothers, God. God, we thank you, Lord, for the prayers of the praying mother, God. We thank you, Lord, for the intercessor of the praying mother right now, God. God, we thank you, Lord, for the mothers, God, allowing the house to become a home, God. We thank you, Lord, for the work that she's done even within the church right now, God. Thank you, Lord, for how she's interceded, God, how because of the church, God, because of the prayers of the praying mother, God, the church yet stands, God. God, we thank you, Lord, for the faith, God, trust, God, that the mothers had in you, God, and an example to us, God, on what faith is and what faith looks like right now. In the name of Jesus, and say we bind everything you stand for. We bind every problem. We bind every confusion right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for being an awesome God, a faithful, a committable God, a reliable God. God, we thank you, Lord, for even what you've done, even the hands of mother right now, God. God, we thank you, Lord, for anointing her, God, for the task, God, for the assignment right now, God. God, even when Father may have lived, God. God, we thank you, Lord, for you never left, but God, thank you, Lord, for allowing mother to never leave right now, God. Even when Father may have been incarcerated, God, or even when Father may have stepped out, but God, you stepped in, God, and you needed, God. God, you helped God, mother, God. You helped her, God, to be able to raise children, God. Even Father may have passed on, God. God, Father, may have passed on the gone of glory, God. But, God, we thank you, Lord, for even filling the void right now, God. God, even when mother may have been grieving yet, God, we know, God, she didn't give up on being a mother, God. God, we thank you, Lord, for these sacrifices, God. We thank you, Lord, for the legacy, even for those who are mothers who are no longer here, God. Thank you, Lord, for the legacy, God. That has been instilled, God. God, thank you, Lord, for the legacy, God, that's yet standing, God. God, we thank you, Lord, for the life, God, of the mothers who may not no longer be here right now, God. God, not only the mothers, God, but even the grandmothers right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we even speaking right now, God, the mothers right now, God, who may be grieving because of the loss of their child right now, God. God, touch their heart, God. Be with them right now, God. God, not only the children who may have left, God, regardless of 
of various circumstances, but even the mothers who may have lost their child, God, because, uh, being stillborn, God, even those mothers who may have aborted, God, or abandoned, God, their child, God, help them, God, to be able to forgive themselves right now, God. God, we speak, God, that you help them, God, even those mothers, God, who may have become impregnated out of, of rape, God, out of being violated, God. Help them to understand, God, that's not, that is not their identity, God. What happened to them, God, is not their identity, God, but their identity is in you in spite of what happened right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, there are those, God, who've been violated, God, who've been used and abused, God. God, there are those who may have been disrespected, God. Help them to understand, God, that is not their identity, God. But God, help us as men to be able to apologize and repent. Not just repent to you, God, but to the women, God. God, help us, God, to fall in line and, and respect, God, your daughter right now, God. Respect your child right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we speak, God, that you help us as men, God, to be more mindful of how we treat our women right now, God. How we treat your daughters right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you, Lord, for the long life, God. We thank you, Lord, for the legacies, God. We thank you, Lord, for women right now, God. Thank you for the ladies, God. God, we speak, God, that you continuously raise them up, God. Heal them, God. And let them know your identity right now, God. And let them know their identity, God. Let them know, God, they're not second-class citizens in your eyesight, God. And if they're not in your eyesight, God, we shouldn't treat them as second-class citizens, God even in society right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, help us, God, to be responsible, God. Help us, God, to be about your business, God. And help us, God, to be able to breathe life into them instead of taking life from them right now. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, for even those who may watching and listening, God. God, we speaking, God, that you meet their needs right now, God. Those who may be looking for a job right now, God. God, we speaking, God, those who may be depressed right now, God. We speaking, God, that you encourage them. Be with them right now, God. In the name of Jesus, somebody has been thinking about suicidal thoughts right now, God. God, let them know that suicide is not the answer. God, but help them, God, to hold on, God, and they're not holding on for nothing, but they're holding on for something, God, and they're holding on to something, God, that's you, God, God, because you, God, can come in and blink another eye, God, to fix everything, God, but God, help us, God, to listen to your voice instead of our emotions or our circumstances, God, but help us, God, to look up to the hills from which come without help right now, in the name of Jesus, help us, God, to be men and ladies of prayer, God, help us, God, help us, God, to be warriors, God, but in order for us to be warriors, God, we gotta go through war right now, God, but help us to understand that victory is already ours, God, God, we are already victorious before we got into the war, God. But God, we know, God, if you carried, if you got us into the war, God, you will carry us through the war right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the testimony right now, God. We thank you, Lord, for the healing that that's like somebody may need right now, God. The physical healing right now, God. The emotional healing right now, God. Even the financial healing, God. Even the spiritual healing right now. In the name of Jesus, God, somebody that may be listening, God, someone who may feel abandoned right now, God, somebody who may feel alone right now, God, God, look like they even have been dealing with even problems in the church right now, God, but help them to understand, God, God, it wasn't the church that hurt them, God, but it was the church people, God, 
He's a church person, God. Help them to understand, God. Don't allow their hurt to be their identity, God, and don't allow their hurt to be the identity of the church right now, God. Help them to understand, God, that it's the individual, God. It wasn't you, God. It wasn't a representation of the church, God. But help them to understand, God, if they can still forgive, God. And yes, seek you, God. Help us, God, to redirect our focus, not on people, not on them, but on you right now, God. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you, Lord, for the healing. We thank you, Lord, for the businesses that's coming forth right now, God. God, we thank you, Lord, even for how you blessed us, God, abundantly, God. But, God, as you bless us, God, most importantly, we're going to bless you right now, God. We give you our obedience, God. We surrender our will and our ways to you right now, God. God. God, for direction. Someone need direction right now, God. God, we're speaking, God, that you guide them now, God. Make every crooked path straight right now, God. And God, we're speaking, God, that you open up God, their eyes, their ears, and their spiritual understanding, God. Help them to understand, God, your ways, your word right now, God. God, like somebody that may not know what to do, God, but help them, God, to seek you, God. Help them, God, to be able to understand and speak with Heard God, so they'll know that it's you right now, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, everything you're going to do right now. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I thank each one who are tuning in, who are listening. If uh, you have any suggestions on any future topics for this show, feel free to contact me on Facebook, Brother Prater. Uh, or you can catch me on my website at www.brotherprater.org on my website and also on my Facebook page. I write daily devotions and I have my upcoming events on my website where you can check the calendar and you'll see where I'm at. Also, uh, you can go to my YouTube channel where you can subscribe and you can see my videos also one more you can see on my website you can not only see my daily devotions and my upcoming events and my videos but also you can go to the store section on my website where you see my book called a few good men a path to god's fatherhood a few good men was written to inform men the needs and responsibilities towards their families the children Also, the book was written for the women, for them to be able to understand the identity and the quality of a real man, what a real man is and what a real man ain't. Also, to help them to understand uh, how to better choose a man, like I said, qualities of a man, and also not just uh, for a husband, but also for a present or fathers for future children. Uh, so thank you to everyone who are listening and tuning in and thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart podcast. God bless you and good night.